is in awe right now. <laughs> we are recording, coming at you live right now from the from after dark. I mean, but after dark, after dark. Yeah, this is 9 p.m. And I can't tell you, have we ever recorded this late? No. no. Hell no. I would never. I need to text Josh. He's going to be worried because I told him I'd be home by now. Yeah, that was a hard no. Oh, my God. Look at us, just artists. We were just taking pictures, just... Just free spirits. Free spirits. Creating art, you know, like. It's not that cool. I think hey, what people I'm think. I'm going to make it sound cool. I don't have much. I don't have much, but I got <laughs> but I got that. I, I got, got art. That. I think what people think of us as photographers, they think like, oh, they're creating art. This is a creative all the time. It's like, not really all the time. Not all the time. When you are with like other creatives, I think. If it was all it, the time, it would we'd be, be exhausted. Too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. That's all I got. That's all. She's I mean, got. there are some photographers out there that are like every single thing they, they post. It seems it. it seems like they're just creating, 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 creating. And I'm just like, excuse me, I have thirty weddings. Photo- I don't know. I photographing the standards and hey. keeping it moving, and I don't yeah. have shame in that. Absolutely not. No. Otherwise, we get burnt out. I do put a little slight pressure on myself for every session to like push it. Yeah. Because I feel like my clients deserve that or I feel like they're yep. going with me. They want me to do a little yes. fun, you know, creative burst. Yeah. Well, what's their profile pic going to be? <laughs> but, but what are you guys going to post yeah, in the you, end? The standard. The standard. And we, and we keep it in But the- when they don't, you know what's so cute? So um, my friend Kaylee, I'm associate shooting for her a lot because uh, she – had ACL surgery and is not super mobile. And so she sent me a bunch of stuff from her bride for next weekend. And um, her bride sent, sent inspo pics and they were all Kaylee's pics. That's adorable. I was like, get the hell That's out of here. That's how you know you made it. Truly. I was like, Kaylee, she I want to cry. Kaylee for Kaylee. Like, she does. That's so cool. She's like, these are all everything that I That's want. That's the pinnacle of anyone creatives. I was like, Kaylee, that's the cutest career. thing I've ever heard. Oh. Also, just, I feel for her. I feel, I mean, I was her, but I also have Madison. So it was different. Like right. when I was like right after surgery I and I couldn't go to the wedding, like Madison it was just Madison. Madison was already on the schedule to shoot, second shoot. So it was in, you know, Cat came in clutch, you know, as well as second does. shooters, as she do, as she do. And it went without a hitch, but Kaylee's just like trying to find it. It's just crazy. I feel bad for her. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's so late in the year. And it is. It's this weird thing of like, I was talking to her because Kaylee, I hope you don't mind. I'm talking about you. Um, but she was saying how like she might need another surgery and like, you know, she might not want to do that because of recovery time and getting back to weddings. And I was like, can we get back? You need to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to do exactly what your doctors are telling you. Yeah. To I think it's fix hard. your knee. Like hard for people who are self-employed. Yes. It's like, that's my, that's how I live. So it's like, and I, can't, I think it's more the disappointing people yeah. like keeping having these conversations, you know, but I'm like in five years, what are you going to say about yourself? You know, like you're going to be kicking yourself that you didn't like Put do in the what work. you needed to do to be healthy. And it's like, I think about that even with like having kids, like so many wedding photographers, like, you know, will try to conceive for, you know, the months where, you know, you'd have the baby when you're off. And it's like, are we really this robotic? Are we really like trying to just. You have to be. No one wants to be fucking down and getting the shots at nine months pregnant in the heat of the summer. Couldn't be me. No. So if it happens, it happens. But, but we got we got a preference. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I am that bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Like, if you if you look, if you take a peek, step back, a look peek. back at this, you're like, nothing's that serious. But it seems like it in the wedding world. It seems like life or fucking death sometimes. And you're like, dude, dude, it's crazy because here's my perspective of it. I shot weddings before I had wedding and I was like, it ain't that serious. Come on, guys. Listen. (laughs) And then I was a fucking bride and was like, it is that serious. It is life or death. And now I'm out of it. And I'm like, it it is not serious to the least bit. No, you were. But it is. You were lost in the sauce. I was lost in the sauce for sure. Yeah. But and and I'm on the other other side, and I'm like, what do I even need for a wedding? Like, I have no fucking clue. Like, one of the vendors at the wedding that I shot this weekend was like, got everything you need, and I'm like, I hope so. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm like writing down. I was like trying to do some budgeting this morning and I was like, am I forgetting something? I Flowers, DJ, venue, food. But I feel like don't overcomplicate what? it. No, I'm, I mean, yeah. Will there be a mad Amazon rush the week before the wedding? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There should be for every wedding, but yeah. no. We got we to gotta line Daddy Bezos's pockets every once in a while, you know? Do we? We shouldn't be, but we are. <sighs> Name another thing that can get to me in two days. I Any know. obscure weird item that I might need. Why is it? Like, you know what I, I just Amazoned? Hmm. Toilet paper rolls for Eric's birthday because we're doing a craft that needs toilet paper rolls and we didn't plan enough in advance to, like, collect them. It is crazy. 12 bucks. The convenience is so elite. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was like, I. Billionaire I, shouldn't exist, and we stand by that, but. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. But I, I do feel like I will look on Amazon just so I can get it quicker. Like, if there's some, there's a pair of shoes yeah. I wanted, I'm like, I'll see if they're on Amazon. Right. Because I want them in two days my, versus the five that they're going to ship it to and me. We'd in. be jonesing for it. Uh, jonesing. Absolutely jonesing for it. And that's bad. Instant gratification. And I'm starting to like feed into it with like photography too. It's like I'm trying to get their photos back quicker, and it's yeah. like, but some that I can't not, rush, can't rush to art. Okay, yeah, don't rush, don't rush, but also don't don't procrastinate. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm serious. We be we learned that lesson the hard way, literally year after me. year, literally, literally in my life because we. I mean, by the time this podcast airs, everything will be done. But I. These, this poor, poor, poor couple. I will just say that. Um, technically, they're Madison's couple, but obviously, like, we did the rebrand. And so, like, I'm editing their film and their wedding was on New Year's Eve. And there was just, like, a crazy backlog from fall. And then we buy the house. We renovate the house. Like, boom, everything. We get engaged. Da, 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 da. And I finally start their film, but working on it for a week, find out I'm pregnant. And then that whole week was kind of a wash. And I'm going to be honest, because my head was out of the game, because I was like, I'm going to be a mother. I'm going to be a mother. And then next week happens. No, you're not going to be a mother, bitch. Psych. Hey, um, if we can't make a couple. Reverse we, Uno. Hey, reverse, a reverse Uno, uno yeah, card on you. A couple yeah. pregnancy loss jokes. What are we even doing here? Hey. I've been drinking alcohol. When you're ready, hey, I'm ready. Hey. But I, I'm going <laughs> to proceed with kosh. <laughs> proceed with heavy kosh. Um, and so then that week, I was on pain pills, and obviously, it was a wash. So this poor couple has been waiting for so long for their film. So long. Over four months. Which, honestly, to be honest, I would say six months is like, a, if your videographer is good, which I'm going to go on a branch and say that I'm pretty good, six months is normally the, like, acceptable time for turning yeah. around if they're booked and busy and actually give a shit about your edit um if they don't give a shit about your edit and they do it the same way then you know you might be able to get that thing back in twosies two weeks you know a but twosies. A twosies but poor them but they they're but they're it, so happy they're, be they've been so chill but i it's just like the anxiety you hold because i think also like when we were planning out our year i was expecting to be done with all 2021 20, before i started oh, yeah. 2022 did not happen it is what it is. Life happens. It is what it is. It is what it is, Rach. But and that's just facts. To get off the wedding talk for a sec. Yeah, let's get I into wanted, some. I had a I had a couple couple uh quips. I have a new ick that has been unlocked. Tell it to me because okay. I've been living in ick world. Okay, so this Saturday, Josh and I went to see the new Doctor Strange movie marvel movie how was it but i gotta say my ick that cannot be i can't get over it okay it it makes my skin crawl is people that laugh at marvel movies that actually think like that's a funny joke get (laughs) out of the theater oh my and god, god bless him i feel like you know you ha- you're happier than i am you have to be but the fact they that- though they live for that one liner you cackle you cackled at that they're lifers those are that's a lifers the, that's a different breed i don't know what we call them marvelos i'm not sure <laughs> marvelos i'm not sure but they like <laughs> live for that type of here's the thing marvel movies are not funny no. But there's one ounce of a one-liner, and you're just like, you're waiting for a funny moment. So I think you're just body reacts like, ha. Ah. No. I'm telling you, there are people that are like, rap, rap, rap. So just Wait, loving it. Loving listen it. to this. So um, my mom is 
a a laugh hysterically out loud person in a theater. Okay. I'm telling you, we went to go see, we went to Arizona. My mom loves movies. She loves a good rom-com. We went to oh go God. see, shit, what's the name of that movie? Sandra Bullock just came out. The one with uh, Bradley Cooper's in it and Channing Tatum. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Fuck, whatever. Enough is enough. We, we got it. Yeah. My mom was cackling. Listen, I... <laughs> And I know she laughs loud because I'll never forget when we watched the Rugrats movie way back when. We saw it in theaters. I love the Rugrats. Big, big rats girl over here. <laughs> I'm a rat stand through and through. And I'll never forget when they were like, we'll name them Dill. Dill Pickles. My mom goes, this is the first, first experience of her laughing out loud. Did she not loud. know the Rugrats before Shh. this? Well, we didn't know what. Yeah, I guess she didn't really think of it. Oh. She'd still laugh even if she saw it in the in the trailer. She was like, <laughs> like dying. I was laughing at her. I'm like, dude, like it was funny, but it's not that funny. Like dill pickles, I get it. Anywho, we're watching. <laughs> we're in the theater in Arizona. Brit, Brit sitting next to mom. Brit's in the middle. Goes me, Brit, mom. Not important, but I'm not hearing mom laugh. There's a really funny scene in the beginning. If you know, you know you've seen it, but. Britt goes, mom is cackling. <laughs> We're in those like lounge back seats and mom is like, ooh, just ooh. busting her rib, cracking Wait, her rib. I start looking at her and I was crying, laughing, just watching her watch this shit. <laughs> I'm like, mom, it's funny, but it ain't that funny. You know, she was crying, losing it, head back, Some everything. Some people experience joy on a whole different level and it couldn't be me and I'm sorry about it. I know. I was like, am I the biggest bitch in the world for judging these people for laughing at a Marvel movie? But I'm like, I'm the sorry. The jokes are not hidden the, is in the your, Is your threshold for humor on the floor? Is it just like not, I'm like, I'm like the most a Marvel movie joke is going to make me laugh is, this is a nice. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. You're not gonna get an LOL. Never, never, never in a Marvel movie. You no. will get a sob fest. Yeah, you will get that from me. Yeah, as we know. Oh yeah, because you were you just got into it. Yeah, recent rip, rip Iron Man. I know. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I should have said it before, but still down bad about it. So I'll let you know Un- when I understandably. recover. Understandably, understandably. But yeah, I mean, the Doctor Strange movie was. Nah. I don't like I I don't like the actor that plays Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch? He's giving yeah, he's great. Like I know he's a very talented actor. But for some reason Did you watch him in Sherlock? Yes. Okay. He, so I feel like sometimes like if is he Sherlock to you? Is it like No, hmm. I just feel like Doctor Strange is like I don't know. I can't I can't really pinpoint what it is, but I just like get uncomfortable around him. That's fair. It's still go to probably. All, I think it might be the the hard ons that everyone has for Doctor Strange as a character. I guess like there's a whole world of like Doctor Strange. Like he's like one of the most beloved characters. Like he's daddy or like yeah, he might be zaddy. Zaddy daddy. I don't really know. Marvel people rise up and let us know, but yeah. But if you laugh in movie theater, I'm judging you. Marvel specific. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. But also, it's like. Those are the moments. If an alien came down and saw people in a movie theater laughing at a screen, what? Weird. Yeah. It's weird that we do that. I feel that way about gyms. Humans are cute. Yes. I'm like, we I really think we're, are we're hamsters. hamsters on a wheel. Yeah. Hamsters on a wheel. Nothing I'm more. I'm like, we go here and move our bodies to feel good, to stay yeah. healthy, and then we leave. What a weird concept. I know. But you know what I was thinking about? Because hmm. Eric came over the other day and we were playing. And Josh was like kicking balls at me. And like, I was supposed to run and get him. And I was like, this is fucking... Is this sports? Because I haven't played a sport in a while. The way you move in a sport, like you, you gotta run. Gotta be I'm agile. Like, couldn't be me. I'm like, you can, you, I'll jog two miles. You can't get me to sprint after a ball across my yard. I'll, I'll tear something. And I know that. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely not. Never again. Really? But like, I, it must be good exercise. So I guess people that do intramural sports, like maybe they, there's something to it. They stay fit. Yeah. I want to do like a sand volleyball league. Sand volleyball. Okay. Here's the deal. I played volleyball. I was big. I was a big volleyball girl. Surprised you weren't. You could have been a star. I, I know that for a fact. 
I tried it out for a few days, but it like interfered with other sports at the you time. You would have been very good. I am very good. Because you're tall. I'm I'm, I'm going beast. on height alone. I'm judging you. I'm, but I'm telling you, skill level, like I play sand volleyball, like I'll get a rusing one going. And yeah, I am a beast. I hate sand volleyball because it's like you're running in sand. Nothing I mean, that's better than diving. You listen, but you're it's like you're thing. like running against gravity. No, I'm like, it's about like diving and not like hurting yourself because you're just like on a pillow of sand. Hey, you know, girl, I don't. I am not. You got. You were down. I bad. got fucked up at an engagement session, and also we can talk about the ick because I gave myself the ick. Okay. <gasps> if anyone trips and falls, like I automatically have the ick for you. Absolutely, the most embarrassing. Because I'm in the middle of telling a story as I do. I just gab, 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 just telling stories, telling stories, telling stories. Slip in the middle of telling a story. I try to pick back up and tell no, the story. No, you didn't. Ew, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed at that. Like, you I was like, hey, you- nobody noticed. And Madison's like, Rachel, you're bleeding. Oh, my God. And the I'm like, fact- let's get back to the story. I'm embarrassed <laughs> so much more for you because you didn't acknowledge the biff. Like, you have to acknowledge and laugh at yourself. I did, but then I tried to breeze past I it. I did it, too. Honestly, I'm not going to lie, and I'm embarrassed for myself. I was in Michigan uh, at a shoot, and I was walking backwards in this, like, beautiful – we were in the sand dunes. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is epic shit. And I'm walking back. I'm, like, directing all this. <laughs> I forgot about this. I trip absolutely table topped me absolutely i was wearing a harness because who am i to be in the sand dunes without two cameras never oh my god and i to go backwards and there was no stopping the backwards roll like a backwards somersault somersault. (laughs) (laughs) so i mean like i tripped got tabletop and i'm like i'm gonna continue to roll roll back up onto my feet and i like I was so embarrassed for myself. I didn't know. Did what they to do. acknowledge it or were, were they, they were like, laughing like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" <laughs> like it was pretty impressive. I think from the outside looking in, but like oh, my no. ass up in the air, just picturing that, like my fucking head was in the sand. <laughs> like I ate fucking sand, bro. It was so bad. That oh, was no. my like. Only. I just like slipped down like some leaves, scraped my arm on a rock that was next to it. And I just, I'm like, hey, (laughs) like, cause I didn't like my ass didn't hurt, but they, from everybody else's angle, they thought I like ate shit on the rock. That's what Madison said. And so they were like, whoa, like literally their faces. I was like, did I, did I die? Cause everybody was the reaction, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I'm bleeding. Oh my God. But I, you're so lucky you had Madison with you. Because how embarrassing if you had to face that alone with your couple. It would have been better if I was alone. Madison's like, oh, my God, you just fell. <laughs> She's like making it worse. <laughs> Falling is so fucking embarrassing, She's like, bro. Rach, you're bleeding. Oh, oh my, God. my God. I thought you ate. She's like, I thought you were laying on the rock. Are you sure you didn't land? I was like, Madison, we are still telling the story. Oh I'm talking about God. the time in Philadelphia. Okay. I am not losing track. Oh my, I mean, I've never wanted to stick to a story so hard in my life. I was like, let's forget that ever happened. <laughs> and I'm the most embarrassing person I know. Oh, Jill and Matt. Shit. Shout out, shout out. You guys, you guys saw, saw the real range. Oh. They probably got the ick. They <gasps> did. They got the ick they better a photographer. Of. Hey, they better of. They were, it's the look at each other like, what do we do? You know, they talked about it on yeah. the drive home. Like, Rachel. Dude, I'm pretty sure I gave Joe the ick. So this is a reversal. I, I've i never, I've been embarrassed by my husband and I have to tell you about it. Okay. And I mean, I've known that you get embarrassed by Joe, but. I embarrassed Joe. You embarrassed Joe. Right. Like he made me feel embarrassed. Like with something he did? No, with something oh. I did. <gasps> so it's getting hot. If you're living in Ohio, you know that the weather's warming up and we live in an older home and the upstairs is just, it's stuffy. It's stuffy up there. I know. And we just have fans. We're not, we're not ready to turn the air on just yet. So I get out of a shower. I'm still pretty hot. You know what? We don't have a lot of laundry done at the moment. I'm going to put on 
the biggest tee that I own. And I don't have any shorts to wear, so I'm just I'm just gonna Winnie go the Pooh. I'm gonna Winnie the Pooh it. Yeah. And that's so funny you bring that up because this is the reference Joe made. Anyways, I'm wearing this shirt that I bought at Goodwill and it says porking good. <laughs> and <laughs> Joe hates this shirt, but it, I swear to you guys, it's like a 4X. And I didn't know they made shirts like that. It's the best shirt I own. It's the mm-hmm. best shirt I own. I love sleeping in it. Hey, I feel it's porking so- good. It's porking good. I don't know what it's from. I have no idea what that reference that references to. If you know, let me know. So I'm wearing my porking good shirt, and I'm in bed. And Joe lays down. I'm reading. Joe comes up next to bed, next to me in bed, about to snuggle for the night. I'm like, oh, I really have to pee. I get up, and I'm like, I'm about to surprise him with his bare ass. And I'm thinking this could low key be sexy. So I get up, pull up my porking. I mean, I have to lift it up. A porking good ass. That. And I show him my porking good ass, and I give a little tap tap, <laughs> like I I lift the I lift it up. I'm like, ha ha! You smack the cheeks. He's like, ew ew ew. Oh my god, I was mortified. I was like, <laughs> ew. What do you mean ew? He's like, I wasn't expecting that. It's like, Jess, you can't like fucking Winnie the Pooh in at night. He's like, that's not sexy by any means. He's like, that shirt is nasty. I'm like, I have never. Divorce. 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 Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Don't. Straight to Absolutely marriage not. jail. It was just one of the moments where I was like, wow, you really humbled me. Joe is never once. He makes me feel like I'm the prettiest girl in the world at all times in my life. I promise you. And he was like, ew. And it was a natural reaction. It was quick. He was so shocked by that bare ass. I'm sorry. It's not a well, penis. If you don't it's want this butt. parking good ass. I was like, hey, I thought you'd be stoked. Like, that's like low-key easy access for some... Yeah. For some play. My nightgown. I hate the way My I porking good nightgown. I know. Take that. Please get that out of there. Play? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, you're editing this, so I know you won't edit it out. I won't, because I'll be too lazy. <laughs> anyway, embarrassed. Sorry about it. Well, I thought I'd have an update for everyone about... Um, I was supposed to go see the doctor to get an update on my, you know situation but it's called into surgery so oh, really tomorrow so next week i'll have an update for everyone about cool. what my doctor says and whatnot cool but in the meantime speaking of doctoring jess have you ever had hemorrhoids yes one time only once i was obsessive about them yes what do you mean obsessive, um, like wanting to get rid of them yeah but i was like it's, I couldn't have another thought. I couldn't believe that I was having hemorrhoids and that, that when, just, like, do you know why you got them or like, no clue, no clue. I am the best pooper there is. There's no pushing on my end. <laughs> the poop will slip out after one sip of coffee every morning. Yeah. So where'd they come from? I have no idea. Stress. Is it stress? Yeah. I get them. So, I mean, that was what's annoying is I felt I had just cleared out my, my hem. I started getting hemorrhoids when I got the studio. Hemis. Hemi crew, Dizzles. Hemi crew rise up. Rise up. Because it feels like you're shitting glass. And for a while, when I and I think I've had hemorrhoids more than I thought I had hemorrhoids. I thought I just ate a lot of popcorn. <laughs> <Is that what laughs> and the kernels were just like tearing my asshole up. Like I thought that that, but now looking back, I'm like, no, but you had the fucking hemorrhoids. That wasn't popcorn. Okay, here's the thing for me. I... I didn't have any issue pooping or it didn't hurt or anything. But when I went to wipe, I felt a bump. Are we talking about the same thing? Let's pray to God that I'm not having another <laughs> butt cancer situation <laughs> because I my heart can't take it. So the But the bump didn't hurt? I mean, a little tender to touch. Did you put hemorrhoid cream on it and did it oh, go away? Oh, it just went away on its own. It's a little polyp? <laughs> Just don't be obtuse. A polyp. A little polyp. A polyp is exactly how it sounds, and I can't say anything. Okay, more about that. I th- it felt like a polyp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Oh no, I get like bloody and like it no. hurts. Oh. Maybe I- a little blood. Maybe. It was one time I was like a pff- obsessive over it though. 
Anywho, okay, Hemis, you're experiencing that now? Yeah. I mean, after surgery, I got them because, like, you get constipated and yeah. all of that. So, you know, I I wrote this. You know what I said? It says, you got hemorrhoids, question mark? That's what you wanted to ask I me. I wanted to ask you, and I wanted to ask the world, but the, then I was peeing in the bathroom before we went on, and I said, I thought to myself, Rachel, just get hemorrhoid cream. Just get the cream. It's over the counter. Are so you, I, I think that's the answer to how to stop getting hemorrhoids. But, I mean, if anybody has any further knowledge. Yeah, give us some tips, and give us a tip of the, tip of the, tip of the anal tract. Um, <laughs> tip of the, what did you call it again? Polyp. Tip of the polyp. <laughs> polyp. Oh my gosh. All right, gang. We are doing an episode because um last week, I don't know who was on, but um it was pretty depressing. Um so You don't know who was on? Yeah. I don't know who those bitches were. <laughs> Couldn't relate. Couldn't relate to what they were saying. Um, but also, can we talk about how much of a shit show that episode was? And that, like, I think we, me and Madison tightened it up. We TTP'd and we really we yes, brought we it home. Do. But the fact that we had to re-record that episode. I couldn't believe it. Really, you had to go down Trauma Row one more time. Just one time for the one time. Just me and Madison. But, I mean, it was actually good because it was, <laughs> like, we were just... Basically, the whole episode was like, you know what you said yesterday? Yeah. Let's let's reiterate that, and yeah. then I'm going to make a comment about it. That's perfect, though. <laughs> so, I mean, we had a lot more insight um, than we originally thought we would right. have. So, I mean, it was good. I get it. I mean, we were, I'm happy with how, what we were able to say and everything, but that to be said, normally when we have a heavier episode, we like to follow it up the next week with something a little bit lighter. A little light-hearted epi. And I just thought of the, the tell me something good. Tell me something good. And I wanted to maybe make that like a mini segment, but maybe do like a bigger episode because you guys have really been turning out in the stories. You guys respond. Like it's lots like of we responses. have listeners. Thank you Crazy. for being here. Thank you for being here today. But And um, every week. And every week. But I'll start out, I guess. I'll start out with my something good. We'll go through something. Everybody else's something good. And so then maybe Jess will end us out with her something good. Um, my something good is, um, so I think I've been holding a lot of anxiety about like being able to conceive again and all that stuff. And granted, I haven't met with my doctor yet, but, um, I took a test today and I am fertile. So my hormones are able to go. Nice. Is it, see, here's, here's a pick. These are my ovulation test. I'm nice. not trying to get pregnant right now, but. I was just like a worry that like I wouldn't ovulate normally or like whatever. And I still, you don't know if you're ovulating normally until you have several cycles, but it was good to know that like I'm ovulating. So I'm that's great. It, Rach. Thanks. Then it's like not a worry, you know, yeah. like your body is going to do what you want it to do. And that's what we hope. Will it, uh, get through my fallopian tube and into my uterus up up to it. Time will tell. Time will tell up to it. But um, as of now, I, I, by, by the time this episode comes out, your bitch will be in full ovulation mode. That's great. So, Honestly, Rachel, that is great news. Yeah. And I'm ready to like have my first cycle and like get back into like, out. yes, because it's, uh, your body goes through a lot when you lose a pregnancy, turns out. Um, but also so funny now that like, I know I'm I'm always in a better mood when I'm ovulating and it's very clear. Really? Yeah. Why is that, do you think? I I mean, it's all to do with like hormones and stuff. Yeah. But like You know what's crazy is like I should have me and Britt were gonna do a little period talk. Uh-huh. Um when she was on um on the the episode or whatever that when was. When you were in Yeah, when I was yeah. in Salt Lake, but I just didn't um lean that way. But we were talking like different cycles. Like, it's not the same every cycle. Yeah. Like, if you felt like you had more energy on your period last month or for, like, two months in a row, like, you're bound for, like, one to put you down bad. Like, it's really different. It's, like, it's not always the same for every month. 
I just find that if you could like see what it's like over like a year span of like patterns and stuff, I find it really interesting because I feel like it makes a lot of sense when you're, and I I think it validates a lot of your emotions, you know? Yes. And I think like growing up, like in high school and college, I mean, honestly, even till the last like year or so, like I've thought about like my cycle is just being like the five days of my period, but really like your cycle is your entire life like it's it is your period to being off your period to your ovulation like everything and so just being aware of like when those things are happening and um yeah i just took note of you know my discharge and i was like oh maybe i'm ovulating and yeah so that's great so i'm very i'm very happy about that i almost cried didn't cry though um (laughs) i ain't that I ain't that soft. I ain't that soft. I mean, talk to me on on Saturday after I did some other day minis. Like, down bad. Oh, right. Down bad. The de- and it's Mother's Day minis. Like I love them. I love kids. I've always loved kids. So it's just fun. But it was like sitting at home, Going late the editing, and I was just like, I want that photo. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a specific photo of a woman with her daughter and her mom. And I was like, I want that. You'll get that, right? Right. But at the time, I didn't have that. And I think the thing that I'm mourning, and talked to my therapist about this today, is like, I I wanted this baby. It wasn't just a baby. Like, I wanted this specific baby. I wanted, like, the the December birthday and to do the gender reveal at our wedding and, like, all this stuff. Like, I wanted that and so it's like i don't want to just like get pregnant again just to get pregnant again right you know like i want i i loved the surprise i loved the excitement and i think it's just the like sadness and grief of like i'll never get another surprise pregnancy again just i mean i might but i shouldn't because it's dangerous for me. Right. And so it's just that like whole thing of like that fucking sucks. And I loved that it was a surprise. Didn't love it at the time, but you know, gave it, but I think gave, gave it a good 24 hours. And then I was like, Oh no, this is fucking yeah. dope. I would, you know, it was like, I would have overthought this. I would have really been, you know? Yeah. Um, so just go and put her in the, in the, in the bummer bin, you know, that's bummer. the bummer bin. Bummer sure. bin didn't happen. But what'd your therapist say about that? About like you, you wanting like grieving yeah. that baby versus like a baby. Yeah. Uh, my therapist, her name's Jess. I don't know if I've told you that. Did not um, know that. Cause I, I had, a, I got a new therapist after I was, I was on a, on a ther- therapy hiatus for a while, but um, I don't even know if I talked, did I talk about this on the pod that like the reason why I got back in therapy was cause I was like crazy triggered by my, by the proposal. I don't know if I, t- I can't remember if I talked about that on the pod. Definitely I, not. But after the proposal, I guess I took weeks off right around that time. So maybe. Well, that was because of like studio stuff too. I feel like there was just a lot piling on. Yeah. On top of some emotional stress, obviously. But yeah. But. It was just a lot at the time. Yeah. It was like I overload. Was, it was overload. I can't even really remember why I took the break at the time. I was like, I was just going through it. But. Yeah, when Josh proposed, I was very like it just so triggered, crazy. Um, so I got back in therapy, but yeah. I mean, I don't need to talk about that now because it's also talked to my therapist today. This I guess this is another something good. Is I was saying to her, I was like, the last bad thing that happened to me, the last like really sad thing was my divorce. Now this, this is the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. And I said, it was like, it has thrown like my ex-husband in that marriage. Like, like I truly wholeheartedly feel like it's so irrelevant to my life wow. at this point where before it was like, this is why I am the way I am. And like, that'll always be true. But I just felt like this through this whole experience and everything. I'm like, everything I'm different. Everything's changed. I've truly just like gone forward in my life in such a way that like, this is fully my past and that's not to say like i won't be triggered by certain things but like literally something happened in the last month that i was like none of that fucking shit matters like to me anymore Mm -hmm. like i'm different my life is different like 
That's really interesting, though. I feel yeah. like having gone through that puts a lot of things into perspective for you on like shit that matters and shit that doesn't. Yes. I think that's, I'm not saying that's cool. I'm not saying what you went through is cool, but it's like, that's a good outlook. Yeah. I think, I think it's a good place to be as far as like shit that matters and shit that doesn't. Truly. But yeah, my therapist, Jess is great. Really love a woman named Jess. We do. It's good energy. I just call her Jess. Definitely. Technically Jessica, but. Hey. What just? I don't know Jessica that goes by Jessica. Yes, it's just Jess, just Jess. Um, but we did. You didn't answer my question about what your therapist said about. Oh, she. I think like she. She just talked about like grief and how like it gets to hurt. Like it. It gets to be sad and it gets to hurt and there's no like magic road that's gonna get you like yeah. through that like. Because that's what it is, like, losing the pregnancy and all of that stuff is just, like, shitty grief. And, yeah. Um, yeah. The world keeps turning. And that's what is so crazy about it. Isn't and that she, weird, though? Yes. Well, and she said that. She's like, some people need to take the time. Some people need to not work. Some people need to, like, just super sit in it. And she was like, you are not one of those people. You are not one of those people that does that naturally and so like because i said well because laura had said to me because of the me being upset saturday night mother's day stuff and laura had said like you know do you talk about that stuff in therapy and i'm like i mention it in therapy but like i i don't know how to work through things like that when i'm not feeling them right like i can't like drudge up the emotions after the fact Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's a little want to talk about therapy today you know that's great so, I like i'm glad i'm glad you're back in therapy i'm glad her name's jess she's great good she's got a cat black all black cat looks like herschel likes to be in the sink basically twins basically twins but okay let's get to the tell me something goods for everyone else okay enough about me but i feel like that we need a little catch up though too yeah. with you we'll check in a little mental check in um Someone said, I just started rehearsals for the first musical I've ever been in. And I got so excited to hear that. Because first off, fucking love musicals. Which musical are you in? Tell me more. Where is it? When is it? Can we come? And can we come? Can Truly. you get us tickets? Yes. I Big musical know. girl. Big musical gals. Big musical gals. Plural, for sure. Um, and it just brings me back because I think about one of those things of like if I actually had time, like I think I would love to do community theater. Dude. So and like you. just. I fuck around. I fuck around. I love musicals. And it's just there's something magic about like just people going through a shared experience that is so exciting and is so fun. And like it's just cool. Yeah. Like, my like whole the energy. Life, my whole life I thought I'd be an Annie. Like dead ass. I just would, I we, I pepper. grew up going to. Pepper. Do you think you'd be Pepper? I don't know who I'd be. Honestly, oh. I left it up. Da- I could be Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Fuck gender She rules. would be Daddy. Daddy, Daddy Warbucks. Warbucks. Um, um, no, I don't know. I felt like my whole life I grew up in, the, in watching musical theater and I was like, you know what? I could really see myself doing this one day. I really thought I was going to do it, but it I chose is- cheerleading instead of drama club. Oh. In theater. I wasn't a thespian. I wish I would have. I, I you mean, were. you're looking at someone who's in the International Thespian Society. I so know, and I'm jealous. Not to brag. Not to brag, but I will. I But I was such, I'm such, was such, am such, honestly, a bad actor. The only time I could, like, actually do theater was musicals, because I could just sing my way through it. But as soon as I was acting, I was like, but you like, don't even believe Here's yourself. the thing, like, I don't know. Have, haven't been put to the test to know. Who is? Who's a good yeah. actor? Who's not? You yeah. know? But we're happy for you because that's exciting. But to honestly, give us more information. We would that's love- the one problem I felt like with these, the story submissions is I like I was it's like, it's not enough information. I want a long story. So. Right. Some people gave some few submissions, like part one, part yeah. two. Um, Let's. Oh, damn. 
Busiest summer of our lives, a wedding, a cross-country move. Don't mind if we do. Hey. What an adventure, though. Like, cross-country move. But I also, like, I want to know more deets. Where are you going from where to where? Yeah. Also, how do you do cross-country moves? With, like, two people. I did with my sister, which was pretty difficult. And that was a two-day trip and a lot. But how do you do it? Like, you just get a moving truck and just fucking go? After a wedding? Damn. Damn. That sounds cool. I mean, granted, I did do that, but I, I, so I got bad vibes to bring to the table because I did do that once. Um, and it was not great for me, but you probably aren't 21 years old. I'm going to go out on a branch and say you're probably not. And odds are that you're not. Odds are that you're not. So good. You aren't 21 years old escaping a call. Probably. (laughs) Probably not. But if you are. If you are have a seat on this pod, yeah, because that was me. Um, but hey, we'll fuck around with my church stories some other time. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Not 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 today. Okay, here's one. Thanks to Prozac, I am finally living. Got to enjoy being the maid of honor at my BFF's wedding, anxiety free. That's huge. That is so huge. To just, I think anyone on any mental health journey to just be able to say, I enjoyed this. You know what I mean? And also because you know what it would normally feel like. Yes. You have the perspective of like, oh shit. And then knowing like, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Stress, anxiety free. That's amazing. And that goes to show that like meds work guys. They do. I mean, if I don't get permission for Joe to speak on this, I'll just cut it out. But Joe just started Lexapro. Joe has had anxiety for Evs, but he's been recently having some intrusive thoughts and it got so bad that he's like, I need to go see a doctor. Like, I mean, we've toyed around with the idea of meds for a while and he's been in therapy, but he was like, you know, if I need to, I will. And it got so bad that he was like, no, I like, I need something. I cannot live like this. And it's worked wonders for him. So, But I'm going to go on on the branch and say, if you have said, if I need to, I will. You already do. Yes. Yes. You already do. I think Joe already thinks like, if I just would have done this fucking years yeah. ago. And I, I, I would almost say like, way better to try out medication before you hit a mental breakdown or before you get to a point where you're like at rock bottom, because then you can at least have some sort of semblance of like normalcy or like good and bad days. And you can experience medication in a healthier way. Like I feel like a lot of the time, like you wait until not that it's too late, but like until you're in a worse place than you would be if you were to say like, Hey, maybe I should, maybe I should try some, maybe I should fuck around because I mean, it is hard. Like it's not to say that getting on prescription medication is not a journey. Cause it definitely is like it, the first medicine might not be the medicine, you know, and that could be discouraging in itself. And I, it definitely is discouraging for lots of people. So but I feel like you have to go back to the reason why you wanted to. Yeah. To start, you know, and it's not, it's not something like your will can't fix. It's like a fucking chemical imbalance in your yeah. brain. So it's like, it's not in your yeah. control. So like, just let, yeah. Let science do its thing. And I know this is the, you know, this is the analogy that's always used, but like you would never judge a diabetic for using insulin. Mm-hmm. So don't judge yourself for needing antidepressants, anti-anxiety, mood stabilizers, anything. I would not be here today at all without them. Just straight up. So, so happy for you. So glad you got to enjoy that wedding because it's easy to dissociate. <laughs> For events. Yeah. For sure. So. Absolutely. That's so good. We love that for you. Cheers to Prozac for you, Gail. Hey, hey. We're one time for, for the you. one time. One time for the Prozac. Okay. This girl said, I got COVID and my isolation ended on Mother's Day, so I got to see my family. Oh. I know how good that felt. I had the worst fucking COVID experience. I get how isolating and... I don't know. Just the feeling of being alone can really get to people. So mm. perfect that it ended on Mother's Day for Especially you. Especially for a seven like you. It was 
bad. I also I felt like everyone was like fucking rude to me because I had it. I'm like, okay, I'm not fucking breathing in your face right now. Yeah. Here's one. I realized some new pent up trauma to heal from. I'm ready for the journey. Okay, first off. Is that kind of strength we want to take into 2022? And I like take into 2022 like it, we aren't almost halfway done with it. I feel like. <laughs> oh, that's weird to think about because we're still coming up with the slogan for 2022. Whatever it unfolds, we're here for it. But yeah. wow. Shout out to you for the recognition. Mm-hmm. For even wanting to go there. For opening yourself up to feel that trauma and wanting to work on it. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's so, I forgot what I wanted to say. Like, yes, <laughs> I'm falling apart. I'm falling. It's apart. too late. It's 10 PM. It's so late. I'm in bed by now. Babe. In my porking shirt. You're por- my porking good. Okay. I'm porking sleepy. We value your submission and we want to talk about it. Um, I think when you're working through trauma like that, it, I, I definitely feel like I know where they're at in the like fucking ready for this. Like I know what I need to work on. And all I could say is like, just keep that energy going and like, just like on your good days, like write about why you want to work on it because on your bad days, you're going to need that reminder Um, because it is hard and it is sad and just make sure you have like a, group of people in a community that you can lean on to work through those things because you want to, and that's amazing. Um, but it can be hard to like, you know, do the day to day when you're working through those things. So keep it up, sis, keep it up, keep the energy up. And when you can't keep the energy up, I hope you have people that can keep you accountable for that and can cheer you on. We love you for doing the hard work. Yes. It ain't easy, but I think the payoff is worth it in the end. But it ain't it ain't a fun journey. It's it hard, ain't an easy one. It's hard out here for a shrimp. What'd you say? <laughs> it's hard out here for a shrimp? Yeah. What's that from? I've never heard that sister. in my life. <laughs> Why do you guys say that? I don't know. Why do you say it like that too? Like it's hard out here for a shrimp. It's hard out here for a shrimp. You guys say that to each other? It's like inside joke? I think Laura just made it up, but I I think I just copy her. It's hard out here for a shrimp. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. Um, I have someone leaving a toxic AF work environment. And applause. Round of applause round for of you, applause. girl. Because fuck that shit. That is hard because you're like, you know what? I've been here for a few years. I'm stable here. Yeah. I can predict the shit. I know what to expect day in and day out, but I'm still so uncomfortable. I have to make moves. Yeah. That's a big moment. The predictable stress for people keeps them in shittier situations than they need to be. I think it's that like habit of like, well, I know what's going to happen. I know the shitty thing. So like better that than like start a new job or start a new thing or meet new people. And it's like. No, there are better things out there and awesome that they are accepting those things and welcoming those things in and leaving a shitty toxic work environment because honestly, nothing worse. That's miserable. Yes. And like waking up every day knowing that that is something you have to endure. Like fucking shout out to you to like for choosing yourself in that mm-hmm. in that scenario and being like, you know what? I I deserve better. Like. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. They'll be better elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was a LeBron reference, but well, it's a little outdated if you if we're going to be honest about it. Hey. But Sports. anyways, that's that's my girl Kim, honestly. Kim? I know. Friend of the pod. Guest friend, of the pod. Friend of, she's been on the pod, and she's starting a new job, so I'm super stoked for her. That'll be good. I know. She's nervous. She had her first week this week, and she was like, I'm not qualified. I'm like, you don't tell yourself that. Zip that up right now. Yeah. I'm like, you are more than tighten qualified. Tighten up. TTP. T- tighten up. And tighten up. I'm like, it's syllabus week for your work. Just fucking ears on, eyes open. Listen it up. Learn yeah. it. Take it all in and ask fucking questions. It's how yeah. we learn anything. Yeah. But she's more than capable. So- we're happy for you, Kimbo. I wasn't going to shout you out, but couldn't we love myself. 
Couldn't help myself. I got someone here going back to school. <gasps> Unintentionally took a year off, but I'm getting back on track. Fuck yeah. Fuck that yeah. is so hard to yeah. go back to school, especially being a year out, knowing what it's like without it, yeah. fucking adulthood and shit. But you still choosing It's great yourself. to know that like, because I feel like I would bring the same energy to like someone who like dropped out of school. Like, hell yeah, drop out of school. Don't do anything you're not happy with. So it's great to know that like yep. you fully took a year off. And yeah, you, you know, you unintentionally did or whatever, but you got back in the swing of things. Well, you know, that's what you want to do. You know, if you take a whole year off of something as shitty as school, as shitty as fucking higher education, um, guess you want that degree. You, you want to pursue it. And yeah. I think not everybody gets that clarity. And so it's great. Um, it's great that you, you're doing that. What great. are you getting your degree in? Tell me more. Yeah, I need the deets. I need the deets. We should have put up a Google form. I know. But we are proud of you for choosing yourself and going back to school. Yes. yes. Choosing your education. Yeah, your education. As fucked up as our education system is. If you had to go back to school for something, what would you go back to school for? That's a great question. I don't know. I was. It was supposed to be like family and marriage counseling. Me too. Which is crazy. That is hilarious. I know. Would I have gone back? I don't know. I do love it. I do love psychology. I do yeah. love helping people. Some part of me like wants to fuck around with nursing too. No. But at the same time, I could never do the schooling. So no. No. It's not in the cards for me. You know what I said to Joe the other day? I said, and I'm not here to make this about me, but I was like, You have a whole podcast, so might as well. You're right. <laughs> but I was like, when I'm like I know that I can't do photography forever. I know that I'm not going to be cool for much longer. Maybe I got a good 10 years if I'm lucky. You know, mm -hmm. like it's something you want like a young person to do for you who you feel is cool to make your photos look yeah. cool and who you trust and love. But I feel like after a while, it's just going to cap out for me. And I was like, you know what? I want to be someone's fucking secretary. Like, I love the organization that goes into it. I'll be telling you when your meetings are. And I'm sure there's people out there and like, Jess, you don't want this fucking job because they have it. But I think it sounds kind of endearing. Like a PA? Like a personal assistant? Could be. Could be. I feel like I can envision myself at a firm, something with like guests coming in. I'd be like, oh, he'll be with you in a minute. I, I even think of you. like, or I thought like um, being, um, what do you call that? Front desk person at like an OBGYN. You know, yeah. just making people feel comfortable as they come in and safe and like handling paperwork. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, moving on. Okay, I found one that I liked. I, and I love this one. Finally set clear and firm boundaries with a problematic problematic family member. That's so hard. Family, family shit is... It, it runs so deep. It does. So it just, it's set in its ways. Families are set in their ways. And to set a boundary, like a firm one, as you, as you said, a clear and yeah. firm one is really hard. And you don't know how it's going to be perceived or how it's going to yep. affect the relationship in the long run. Mm -hmm. But you chose yourself and you're looking out for yourself. Like that's huge. Yeah. I love that. And I wish I could be better at that. My encouragement to them is like setting the boundary is only part one and it's a huge part one and it's important part one, but keeping the boundary, especially if you're working with like a narcissistic family member or anything like that is the most important part is like continuing to reiterate the boundary, keep hold firm on the boundary so they know that they can't work around the boundary mm -hmm. because that's what manipulative people can try to do is, oh, they said this. Well, how far can I toe the line? How close can I go to the boundary? Right. How far can I push it back? And I've just seen like a lot of my friends that have narcissistic family members and things like that deal with it. And I'm, you know, I remember coming to the realization at one point of like, it's not just setting it. Because to me, I'm like, just say this, just do this, do this. And it's like, that's only one one part of the equation. It's like and following through with it. Yeah. Because it's easy to just like give back into old ways. Yeah. Or but, feel like it's not hurting anyone. Right. Well, it's hurting you. And you're important. And you're important. You're important. And so I'm glad, 
I'm so glad that they prioritize themselves and are setting a boundary and keeping the boundary. We're manifesting. The boundary will be kept. Yeah. I was going to reference a um, Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault reference. Mm. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Joe and I were going over top five like um, crying moments in a movie. Um, one of them was like the notebook, whatever. Oh, I mean, it'll was, get you. It'll get you. Uh, but it, um, one of them was the Goodwill Hunting. Uh, it's not your fault, which is my favorite mm-hmm. scene of all time. If I ever need a good cry, like I need something to really trigger it. If I feel like it's coming on, go YouTube. It's not your fault. Like I need to hear you Robin were Williams sadistic. Oh, terribly. Been like that my whole life. Oh, I'll bring it on. I'll bring on a good cry, and it'll be like. 30 minutes of just un, unforgiving <laughs> wailing. And I'll bring back traumas in my life. like, <laughs> And then I'll be done. Thanks to Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams will really do it to me. Okay. Moving on to some better things. I'm sorry we keep bringing it down. Bringing it down <laughs> with some sad shit. Tell um, me something good. A lot of people, okay, a lot of people are finishing school. A lot of people are finishing school. And we, we got love that. So stoked that for is you guys. All good. I think that's amazing because that is not easy. Um, Did I ever tell you a story of um, when I like graduated from college and I walked and everything and we're at, um, it's the goodbye dinner. So I just gotten married and we are getting dinner before we go to Oregon and mom mentions that her friend Nancy's son-in-law mom was like, yeah, Tony never got his degree. He didn't realize it until a job required it. And he walked at his graduation, but he had never gotten his diploma in the mail. And I say, I've never gotten my diploma in the mail. It's been, you know, three months. And so I log in the flash line and I look, and I'm in progress. And I call my first, second bride ever was a advisor at Kent State mm-hmm. for a different college. But I call her. I leave dinner. I'm silent. You know me when I'm stressed. I'm like, I'm not telling anybody nothing. And I go outside, and I call her, and I'm like, hey, can you translate what this means? And she like figures it out but basically i had taken a class that had a different course name but the same course number different course materials but it was technically the same course number so i basically repeated a class and nobody caught it and so i still technically needed another credit to graduate but they made an exception Oh, good. But I was like, I was had my mom not said this, ha- and still to this day, I I have never needed my college wow. diploma to get anything. Yeah, that's interesting. And so let, be, let it be known. Double it check. It can happen to anyone. Happen to Tony, happen to me. <laughs> it can happen to Tony. It can happen <laughs> to me. It can happen, happen, to, happen to anyone. Okay. I thought this was cool. I, I Okay. <laughs> I started posting on TikTok instead of every <gasps> overthinking everything. And it's been pure fucking fun. Life Hell feels yeah. heavy this way too, but it has been a fun spot. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I had that in me. I think about it all the time. I'm like, just fucking get out. I just, I think there's a lot of pressure to create for content and to and post regularly. I felt this about Twitter for the longest time. Like, I feel like I have funny thoughts and I would love to shit post them, but I'm like, no. Why? What the fuck? Why not? Do you feel like we struggle from that? Or is it like, I would love to ask some like Gen Z people if they feel that same way, but they've grown up posting everything. Yeah. Like, do you guys have post anxiety? Like we do. Like we, I think millennials more than anyone overthink what they post. Yes. Because, well, my thing is, is like. We I don't to- want someone to come across my Twitter and be like, Rachel just shit posts all day. Well, as millennials, we were in like it was ingrained in us that you anything that you post will be used against you. Anything you will say will be yeah. used against you in the court of law. Like that was it. Yeah. It was like you will not get a job if you post any type of risky photo. 
it really doesn't matter anymore. There's free game. I mean, obviously your future employers can pull shit up, but I don't think they care as much. But I think for us, they was like fucking, they were like, if you post something, you'll never get hired at a job. And I feel like that scared the shit out of us and gave us post anxiety. I would just be like, I don't want someone to think I'm cringe. That too. That too. Like we don't know if we're still relevant. I know. Give me, give me the captions. Also, I found this on TikTok, but it's a very small niche. If you guys can come up with just like captions for posts, I'll buy them from you. I'll fucking buy them. I hate captions. I know you do. I hate them. So I just start. I don't know. I don't know. It's all I got. But if someone wants to, if anyone's good at that, you there's a market for you. Okay. And I could tell you that. That's that's all I have over here. I feel like everyone else, amazing things happened to them and they graduated and they started school and they're getting new jobs and everyone's moving and everyone's buying new houses. And I'm, I mean, I will take this time to talk about me again. Someone posted that I'll be getting married in 60 days. I know. I saw that too. Wait, just getting married in 60 days. I mean, that's now. Maybe it's 58 by the time this airs, maybe Which I 56. Feel like that's still a good amount of time. Can we talk about for one moment before we close out? Because it is very late. How batshit crazy I am for planning this wedding. Yeah, but it's on brand for you. It's on brand. On brand. <laughs> ain't, ain't in the budget. All right. We are grasping. We're second shooting for strangers. We are doing anything we can. Grasping at straws. We're we shooting are, funerals. Yeah, we are shooting funerals. <laughs> it's fine. The hustle is real and we are here for it. The wedding is going to be worth it. I'm so stoked. I'm so happy. I get a fucking front row seat, so I couldn't be happier. I hope I'm ovulating for it, so I'm like happy. In the best mood ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I was at mine. You were ovulating? Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Um, because Britt and I were looking at our Brit study cycle. So she was like, this will be the best. Your skin will be glowing and everything. It's like your best. Is your cycle that peak? much the same? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty regular. Oh, yeah. No, mine always like migrates. Like I never know. Like mine always moves itself back. Oh. Because it's not like every four. I mean, who knows? It's who like knows what it is? to 30 day. 26 wow. to 30. Wow. Yeah, it was never like that, but thankful for a regular one. Grateful for a regular one. Jess, it's late. I know, but you need to say you're something good. Do we need to take a break for that? No. I'm having trouble with finding finding good in things. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am just, Joe and I are in the process of buying a house, which is good. We're happy about it. But like we haven't gotten to the point where it's like hella exciting yet. Yeah. So I'm finding that to be to be difficult to be super excited about. Okay. But when I envision it, like I love to like daydream about the house that we live in and and the parties that we're gonna host. I'm a big hosting gal and I am reading this book if anyone's interested and I, I'm really enjoying it. It's called The Art of Gathering. And it's about why, like how people interact and how we gather. And I think it's really interesting from a photographer's standpoint too, of like the, the environment that you cultivate being in charge of it. And I enjoy it. I'm enjoying that a lot. Just like creating a safe, comfortable environment and like talking about purpose of each gathering. It's, it's really cool. So, I mean, um, when I get further in the book, I can talk more about it on the pod if anyone's interested because- It's kind of cool. I think people, and it's, I think it's better for people with social anxiety too. Mm. Like, I think it helps you kind of intentionally think about why you're gathering instead of thinking like, oh, what is this person thinking? Should I go talk to this person? You know, I think mm-hmm. you have a clearer picture of what, of what's going on. But anywho, I'm excited to get into the house buying process. That's my good thing. Good. That's all I got, Rach. I'm sorry. Hey. We're we're at where we're at when we're there, and that's on 10 p.m. And that's on it's a yes eight. It's eight. 
Is he eight? That's mine and Josh's baby talk voice. <gasps> is it? And it's based off of Eric, actually. We've come to the Oh, that's, but he, yeah, that's he, cute. He can't, he uses the Ys instead of Ls and things. Yeah, we use Ws. Which yeah. Is, it's Yates. Very Yates. It's Willy Wait. Yeah, no, I think that's gross. Yeah. That's, yeah, the ick? Out the ick. Okay. Well, on that note, guys, thank you for joining us on Jess and Rach After Dark. After Dark. We... Hope this lifted your spirits. Yes, we hope. I mean, cheering Everyone's people going on. through some good shit, you know? Yes. Like, there's things to always be celebrated, and we're here to applaud you and walk with yeah. you. Whether you're graduating school, getting a new job. Setting the boundaries. Ovulating, you know? Ovulating, getting out of shitty relationships. We're here for you, queens Huzzah. and kings. What did you say? Huzzah. Huzzah. Yeah, I don't know. What is that? What? Why do people say huzzah? Huzzah. Huzzah. How do you Was say that a it? part of the, our episode that got cut? No, you said it before the episode. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Huzzah. It's it cute. Hooray. Huzzah. Okay. Okay, guys, this has been great. And it's been for better and worse podcast. And I'm Jess. And I'm Rach. And we out of here. Oh.